I oftentimes tell people Wichita is not a city, it's a big town. Mm -hmm. I'm going to Wichita. I'm just a boy from Kansas. Today's guest is Dr. Ron from the Reardon Clinic. We touch on several things like Dr. Ron's Pillars to Health, the Check Your Health program at the Reardon Clinic, complex chronic disease and cancer, and much more. Enjoy my conversation with Dr. Ron from the Reardon Clinic. All right, I'm here with Dr. Ron at the Reardon Clinic. How are you doing, Dr. Ron? Good, Landon. Thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. Um, so we did one a while back. I don't remember exactly when that was, um, but if you could just give a little bit of background of yourself and then we can kind of dive into the Reardon Clinic. Well, I'm a family physician from Kansas. Uh, I was in Salina for 10 years. I ran into Dr. Reardon and I knew I wanted to do more with health and wellness. And Dr. Reardon took it even further into the deep nutritional evaluation that we do out here. And that interested me because uh, I'm kind of a biology type guy and mm -hmm. I was interested to see how uh, using the lab to investigate behind the illness that people are having, it revealed that a lot of people had fairly deep deficiencies that they didn't know about and many of the medicines basically work to treat the symptoms, but they don't correct the underlying cause. And sure. so when we helped uh, fill in the gaps with those nutrients, people who had been ill for a long time were starting to get better. Sure. And to compare that to, I guess, the classical medical system. The How classical medical work? system is basically uh, you, you get, you have a symptom, you have a problem or uh, uh, several symptoms, and the, the doctor makes a diagnosis, and then there is a medical treatment usually to control the symptoms sure. of, the, of the disease, hopefully to slow the progression of the disease. But again, it's not necessarily appealing to the body's innate healing capacity. Right. So nutrition basically helps the body heal faster on its own. Sure, sure. Um, something we talked about last time a little bit was how the acute care model is great. Like if you if something happens, you're in a car wreck, you're going to the emergency room. You're not exactly. questioning that. Yep. But the the complex chronic illness is one of the primary issues today. Can you go and yeah? So way over eighty, maybe eighty-five percent of the illnesses that are that are that the United States residents are dealing with are chronic illnesses like diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, arthritis, depression, uh, dementia. These are problems you just can't go in for a quick checkup sure. and here's your solution to the problem or sure. here's here's your simple intervention so it's more of a long-term intervention and so we uh, there's a trend now to move towards lifestyle which would include diet exercise sleep stress management toxin avoidance these types of things can have a long-term impact that reduces the the burden of chronic illness in sure, patients sure yeah, and i think i heard a stat a while back that was like in the traditional system doctors are just getting so slammed they have maybe five to seven minutes with the patient and that's maybe once a year so it's like it's, you really can't get to the underlying cause right this is kind of like detective work out here and we use an extensive array of uh, nutritional lab tests and other functional tests hormonal tests to try to look at the deep factors and then to actually 
convey that information to the patient and set up a, a, a program of intervention, it just takes time. I spend sure. uh, 90 minutes with a new patient and oftentimes 30 to 60 minutes with follow-up patients. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so if you go through the testing, and we'll get into some of the check your health stuff, if you see somebody, and it obviously varies from patient to patient, but how frequently are you seeing some of these patients in? Well, you know, uh, a, new, a new patient, will have them spend the extensive time, and then we'll have them come back in about three weeks to go over all the lab work, and then usually it's six weeks after okay. that. Yeah. And then eventually we'll get into every three to six months. Sure. Um, so we talk a lot about those heart disease, high blood pressure, autoimmune. Um, you also cure, or not cure necessarily, hopefully, cancer. You, get, you treat cancer. How, how does that process work for you guys? Well, we have, uh, in, in the last several years, we've teamed up with the integrative oncologists. Okay. Now, these are special oncologists that have taken training in naturopathic medicine and lifestyle and uh, but they're working in combination with conventional oncology. So it's not alternative, sure. it's the two together. And um, much of the uh, way that doctors have been able to help control uh, cancer is through strengthening the immune system mm. or using immunotype therapies. Well, you sure. can do that with nutritional factors as well. You, we, and of course, we use high doses of vitamin C uh, which has a special research that was done at the Reardon Clinic showing that it can slow the progression of the, of the, of the tumor as well. Sure. So we, we try to take a more holistic approach and try to do all the same things that we're doing with regular patients, but maybe with a little bit stronger uh, impetus because cancer is a more devastating disease. Sure. So if somebody, somebody has cancer, um, are they going through chemo and then coming to you guys? Is it in conjunction with chemo or maybe no chemo? What does that look like? So basically, uh, that's depending upon the individual sure, case sure. of the patient. There are tumors that are caught in really early stage that perhaps they need very light chemo yeah. or uh, surgery or some other type of radiation therapy. Then the nutritional therapy that we do is done in conjunction with that in concordance with what the oncologists are familiar with. And we use that as a way of reducing side effects from whatever other traditional therapies that they're sure. getting, as well as helping to slow the growth of the tumor. Absolutely. Um, can you talk a little bit about metabolic syndrome, um, how there's no pill for a root cause necessarily? There's pills that kind of treat the symptoms, but talk a little bit about that. Right. So we currently have not only a national epidemic, but it's, it's a global epidemic of the metabolic syndrome. And so metabolic syndrome is uh, the main cause of it is what's called insulin resistance. Your, uh, what you're eating is uh, basically just triggering more and more fat storage, and specifically in the liver. Mm. And so when you develop a lot of liver fat and visceral fat, it causes you to have high triglycerides, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, uh, weight gain, mm -hmm. fatigue, depression, mood disorders, um, but it's, we now know that, that sugar, uh, refined sugar, is a major component of it. Whereas 30 years ago, the thought was that it was fat that was right. causing heart disease. And, and certainly, uh, there, you can't eat the wrong kinds of fats, and that's a whole other story in and of itself. But, but basically, our culture, we, we have, uh, when, we, when we demonized fat, we, we started putting sugar in everything. Yep. And so it's very difficult to... To, to eat out without having to be aware of what you're ordering. Your packaged foods typically have sugar in it. Most of your 
your your even your uh, power drinks, you know, for yeah. when you're exercising, that contains sugar. So we're trying to get people aware of the fact that you really don't need sugar to right. be healthy at all. Yes, we love sugar, but it's it doesn't. <laughs> our bodies don't love it. It, right. it causes a lot of problems. Yeah. I think something I've heard is like if you're going to the grocery store, like try to avoid the aisles, like make make the loop and get out. Is kind yeah, of like what I've heard. The, yeah, the the uh, the shop the perimeter of the store is the is what we say because that's where you're going to get real food. You're yeah. going to get vegetables and fruits and meats and whole grains, hopefully. And so whole whole foods tend to be rich in phytonutrients, and that's what your cellular robust cellular health is requiring. Sure. So I guess besides sugar specifically, what are the biggest things people are doing wrong? Health-wise, nutrition-wise, whatever else. Well, uh, number one, you know, there's six things that I think really contribute to good, healthy wellness. And number one is to take good care of your relationships. You know, connectivity is what some people call it. A lot of people feel dis disoriented or dis out of touch with yeah. with with friends and and work and whatnot. And so we we live in a time of high stress. That's number two: is mitigate your stress because that can interfere with your sleep, and right. insomnia is a major factor in people who are chronically tired and, and not well. And then lack of exercise. Exercise uh, really is very beneficial. It, you'll sleep better. You tend to make better food choices. It's, it's, a, it's taking an active role in your own health. And then food choices themselves, and trying to uh, sh shop the perimeter of the store, eat colorful vegetables, whole foods, real foods, keep the sugar content down. The fat thing, there are good fats and bad fats, and in general, uh, the, the polyunsaturated fats are turning out not to be such a good thing. And then the last but not least is becoming aware of uh, toxins in your environment, even underneath your uh, uh, kitchen sink or out in the garage or out in the mm -hmm. shed, uh, your garden shed. You're, you're going to have toxins that you may not be aware of that are affecting you. And so this awareness of the, the toxic influences and helping to reduce that in your life, mm -hmm. all these things together will help people move towards a higher level of wellness and less likelihood of chronic illness. Sure, that was, that was great. That was actually going to be kind of a question. If you had kind of the Dr. Ron Pillars, um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Dr. Huberman, but he's got his kind of five pillars that pretty much line up with yours, but his is sleep. Um, he's big on like sunlight in the morning or vitamin D movement, nutrients, and then relationships. So it's funny yeah. that they almost line up one-to-one. So. Right, and I would add a seventh, and that's what the Reardon Clinic offers, is the opportunity for people to learn more about themselves. Mm -hmm. And so this whole idea of information medicine, that people are wearing uh, you know, various watches, sure. and, and then I, I do continuous glucose monitoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, wear, I have a patch on. And I've learned which foods tend to trigger a higher blood sugar spike on me. Mm -hmm. uh, and it can be different for different people. So this idea that people are learning to take better care of themselves because, uh, and, and use information. Because nowadays, you know, you, sometimes you don't really know who to trust, who's, right. who's got the right answer. But if you learn how to monitor these things in yourself and find out which foods, how much sleep, what kind of exercises, what toxins you need to be aware of, you can then kind of like construct your own wellness program for what fits you as a unique individual. Sure. Yeah. And, and something we talked about last time was uh, you view your patients as co-learners to kind of dive in themselves, do their own research, um, that kind of thing. Um, to point out the, the continuous glucose monitoring, where do you think this goes in 20 years from now? Is everyone going to have one of those or what direction? Well, going? going back to the whole concept of uh, meta metabolic syndrome, which is just like I say, taking over the planet. We now think that 70 to 80% of 
of Americans and, and many of the uh, Western type cultures around the world are having elements of metabolic syndrome, mm -hmm. either the obesity, the blood sugar, the blood pressure, things like this. Once you start measuring things on your own, like, like continuous glucose monitoring, you start to take back some of your own power in terms of your ability to make choices that you know are good for you. If, sure. if I tell you what you should do, this is part of the co-learner too. If, when I'm a co-learner with patients, I'm not telling them what they're doing. We're in a discovery process right. to find out what's going to be best for them. That's why the nutrient testing, which we do here, uh, is so helpful because people assume that they're getting all the nutrients they need, but lo and behold, they do their nutrient tests and they're low in fatty acids. Their amino acids are out of balance. Their antioxidants are not so good. Everyone should be getting a vitamin D test. Vitamin D is the most powerful, one of the most powerful nutrients that you can use, and, and most of us don't get enough sunshine. So by using information in a way that is empowering to people, we get people out of this mode, well, there's nothing I can do. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's just inevitable. My family all got sick. I'm going to get sick too. No, no, you can make really good choices. And by making those choices, start to feel better. And w as you feel better, you tend to get more involved in healthy activities. Sure. That kind of leads us into the Check Your Health program. Can you talk a little bit about that, what you guys offer? Well, so Check Your Health is basically the, the, the lab testing that we do on our patients when they come out here and become a patient of the Reardon Clinic. Years ago, Dr. Reardon's thought, why are we, you know, shall we say hoarding it just for paying patients? Mm -hmm. Why can't patients come out on their own and get, get a, a panel of, of lab tests that will help them begin to understand where their deficiencies are, where the gaps are in sure. their nutrient team so that they can begin to fill in those gaps with better food, better nutrition, maybe avoiding stress, uh, getting better sleep. All those things, the negative things, tend to take away from your your nutrient reserves. And so if you right. can find out where they're low, for example, uh, vitamin C, if you're low in vitamin C, your immune system's not going to be as good. Your vitality's mm -hmm. not as good. You don't detoxify as well. So just learning how to uh, improve your vitamin C or seeing whether or not you even need to right. is uh, is helpful and empowering to the individual. For sure. On the website, I saw there's like a sample sample profile of what all comes kind of with that. Right. Um, can you just talk a little bit about that? It is very extensive. Pages and pages of every vitamin, nutrients, minerals, etc. Well, it's if you divide them up, there's the antioxidants, uh, A, C, and E. There's there's the minerals. There are uh, the B vitamins, which are turning out to be what we call the methylation factors. Very important in terms of glutathione and detoxification. You also need them to make good neurotransmitters and to have good mental health. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Reardon and uh, some of the other uh, early pioneers in this field were really big on the B vitamins like mm -hmm. niacin for schizophrenia yep. and things like that. Uh, you get into the amino acids. You know, there are 22 amino acids and you've got to have the at least the nine essential in order to make the other 13. Sure. And so we, we, we can check for that. We check the omega-3, 6, and 9. Uh, we look at hormonal levels like thyroid and uh, adrenal hormones and the sex hormones. We can, we can look at those and find out if people are in a, in a healthy range or not. Sure. And then we, do, we can do some conventional tests as well, but those are the basic things sure. that we look at. Um, so a lot of that, you 
they would have to come here or something similar to kind of get a full range of these tested. What are people able to do either on their own at home with like a urine test or something? I think we mentioned vitamin C last time. What are people able to even test at home on their own? Well, uh, the vitamin C test has always been a favorite because people are surprised that they aren't, they don't have better levels than they have. But then if they eat better, take more, more fruits, more vegetables, or if they use vitamin C supplements, they'll test in a much higher range mm -hmm. and that they can correlate them that with how well they're feeling. Gotcha. Very cool. Um, so I'm sure you learn I mean, new stuff every day as, as you do in your field with especially a wide range of patients, but is there anything that's like been kind of a game changer or any specific lessons you've learned recently in the, or in the last couple of years? Well, uh, I think vitamin D has been the biggie. There is a website called vitamin D wiki that has, uh, 14,000 pages of information. Wow. But yet the website itself is set up to where you have 125 conditions going down the left-hand side, and then it tells you how many research uh, projects yeah. have been done. For example, COVID, there's over 1,200 studies that have been done on COVID. You can click on COVID-19, and it takes you to a similar-looking website where now all 1,200 of those are listed for you, the, sure. the titles, and then you can explore deeper. Mm -hmm. So I, I usually encourage patients to check that out because vitamin D, I think, is the most, I mean, vitamin C is important, but vitamin D is probably is the biggest game changer in people's lives if they would be willing to check that sure. out. Interesting. Okay, that's good to know. Be sure to share that. Um, last time you mentioned um, you'd helped a lady, and I believe the details were that you helped her with high triglycerides, um, and one of the fix, simple fix was like mouth tape. Uh, oh, so I don't know if you have any details on that or just any recent success stories. Sure. So this, this includes a number of different things. So people who are stressed will tend to have high triglycerides. People who don't sleep well are tending to be more stressed. Sure. People who don't sleep well tend to be mouth breathers at night and they, they do not get good oxygenation of their brain. So they wake up feeling tired. Mm. And so uh, doing things like mouth tape or other uh, types of ways to improve your quality of sleep will, it will reduce your stress and indirectly lower your triglycerides. Okay. So, it's, yeah, so yeah, these it's things yeah, kind yeah. of all intertwine. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, there's a, on Twitter or X, um, there's a, the little groups of like health people and like you never know, really know what to believe or whatnot. Um, but people have talked about mouth tape quite a bit I've seen in recent years. And then the other thing is seed oils. So I guess, did, do you have any comment on seed oils? Or yeah, so the seed deal? oils go into the whole discussion of polyunsaturates. Uh, when saturated fat was demonized 25 years ago, and there are, you know, there are cases where saturated fat is not mm -hmm. the right choice for people. There are good sources of saturated fat as well. But the, a lot of people shifted to polyunsaturated fats. And unfortunately, these seed oils, if you can get the seeds fresh and grind them up and use them in your food, it's okay. But if they set on the shelf for mm -hmm. six months or 12 months, they oxidize. Mm. Or if you, if you go to a fast food place and they have some kind of fried foods like fries, yeah. where they've used the same oil four or five, six times, that oil becomes highly oxidized and it turns into a trans fat, mm. which is very... Uh, damaging to the mitochondria. So people who feel tired oftentimes have poor mitochondrial functioning. This is one reason why. Mm, interesting. Okay. Um, so you have a new member to kind of the integrative oncology team. Can you talk about... So yeah, Dr. Stacy Dunn has 24 years of working as an integrative oncologist. She's a naturopathic doctor. That's a four-year uh, medical school training. 
she did a full residency in oncology, and then she worked for an oncology hospital training oncologists. And so she herself is then, uh, she has uh, taken a special exam. Uh, she's had to write certain uh, research articles. Mm -hmm. And so she's qualified to be uh, a FABNO, which is a special form of oncologist that has this extra training in nutritional and naturopathic medicine. Awesome. And so we were, we were very lucky to have her join us in Kansas City at our Overland Park office. Very cool. Um, how, I guess how many doctors or how many people total do you guys have? Well, there's uh, there's three. There's there's two here. Okay. There's Dr. West and myself okay. here in Wichita, and then Dr. Dunn in Awesome. Oklahoma so that's a Park. big game then. Yeah. yeah. And we, and we yeah. do have Laura Stauffer, who is a really sharp uh, nurse practitioner working okay. with her. Very cool. Um, there's a, you period, periodically do lunch and learns. What do those look like? So lunch and learns, we used to do a lot of them. And that's uh, how we kind of, I always say that's how I cut my teeth. Here at the Reardon Clinic, Dr. Reardon, we would have one every week, and so uh, that that's almost 50 a year. And Dr. Reardon was often gone, so as the new guy on the block, guess who got <laughs> to do the lecture? But that was really how I got to learn a lot about nutrition, which I didn't get in medical school. If you want right. to learn something, teach it. And yep. so, so doing the lunch and lectures was a big help to me to kind of grasp all the knowledge that's in this field. Sure. And I think there's one coming up, so hopefully this podcast will, should come out before that. So Yeah, this yeah. is called Mitochondria Mayhem, mm -hmm. and we're going to be looking at how the metabolic syndrome is really disrupting the functioning of your body's mitochondria, which is the powerhouse of the cell. Mm -hmm. So it should be a really interesting ex lecture. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think you mentioned last time, uh, I believe your son is also a physician. Yes. Um, he mentioned, and you both mentioned that the whole nutrition that you covered in med school was like a one 90 minute lecture. That's or something. it. So, yeah. One afternoon we talked about, you know, like Quashiocor and scurvy and things that they said you'll probably never see sure. here in America. It's here, but it comes under the guise of chronic fatigue syndrome, yeah. metabolic syndrome, uh, depression, these yeah. things. All these things can tie into nutrient deficiencies, but they're not a kind of like a diagnosed kind of common right. disease deficiency thing. It's, it's more multiple de deficiencies acting right. at the same time. I'll be sure to ask my brother. He just started his second year, so I'll be sure to ask him and see if that's Yeah, okay. hopefully so, he'll get more than what yeah, we got. Yeah. Um, that's kind of all the questions I had. Reardon Clinic wise, I just got one or two other questions, but do you have anything else you'd like to touch on that I didn't? No, I'm just I'm just thrilled that you're you're able to get this information out to the public. I think we have a public now that is more interested in taking hold of this than they were in the past. It's 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 harder to get to see a doctor. The the diseases seem to be mm -hmm. more complex and people are saying, you know, I really need to take charge of my life and make some better decisions on my own. And so coming to our lectures, being involved with the Reardon Clinic. That's what we're about. We, that's what the whole concept of co-learning is, is that we want patients to feel empowered, but yet supported in their effort to learn more about their health. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, this last couple questions are just Wichita specific, but uh, what are your favorite hidden gems in Wichita? Well, I like, everyone that comes here says, I, they, that from out of town, we get a lot of out of town people, they say, you have no traffic here. And I just came from a wedding in Denver Oh my gosh, I love Wichita for mm -hmm. the low level of traffic. I think the, the, there, there's, a, there's a, uh, a spirit of entrepreneurism in Wichita where people are interested in making their lives better and finding new ways to help improve the human 
condition, and I think the Reardon Clinic is one of those ways. Mrs. Olive Garvey and Dr. Reardon teamed up to create uh, a place of health innovation, sure. and that's what we're trying to carry on today. Yep, I agree 100%. Um, what does Wichita mean to you? So Wichita to me is Kansas. Uh, it's the it's the tradition of the the native Indians that we came from. That there's that spirit is still here. Uh, it also means people are friendlier here. The, I, it, I oftentimes tell people Wichita is not as is not a city. It's a big town, mm -hmm. and it, and I come from a small town where everyone kind of knew each other and felt comfortable to talk to one another. It's not quite that good, mm -hmm. but there still is that spirit of friendship and cooperation and entrepreneurship here in Wichita that I really love. Yeah, absolutely, Doctor Ron. Thanks for coming on. Where can All people right, learn more from you? Learn about you? Well, they can go to reardonclinic.org. That's our website. We have uh, now I think 64 podcasts that they can listen to. They can go online. Uh, we have all kinds of videos on YouTube these days. We have a lot of videos and newsletters that are on our website. They can learn a lot there. Come out and visit us. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. Check us out on social media at Wichita Life ICT or our website, wichitalifeict.com. Huge thanks to Jake B. for editing and producing our podcast. Have a good one, and we'll see you next time.